Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Advisor Odyssey podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be digging into the referrals pivot. Now, you may have heard me mention that phrase a couple times before on previous episodes. I've even done a left field question uh, all around this topic, actually, just not as in-depth as we're going to go today. But the referrals pivot is a phrase that I've kind of, I don't know if I heard it from somewhere, if I made it up, honestly, but the referrals pivot is an opportunity for you essentially like to appeal to the four different personality types of your client base. And the way that we weave these questions and these phrases and these call to actions together is how we ultimately create the outcome that we're looking for, which is predictable systematic referrals that ideally become great clients. This is the advisor odyssey audio experience where financial advisors, planners, insurance agents, and brokers will find fresh new ideas and perspectives around what it takes to launch, succeed, scale, and bulletproof their business. So uh, it's a pretty simple format. It's, it's four steps. It's four steps, but there are some critical ingredients that you will need to actually make it uh, as, as seamless and smooth as possible and as effective as possible. So those ingredients. First is you will need to have some sort of event going on at a somewhat regular basis. Once a month, once a quarter, once every other month, something like that. Now those events, they could be prospecting forward, like uh, dinner seminars, it could be educational workshops, could be college courses, uh, or it could be prospecting webinars. It could also be more client engagement or appreciation or referral-based events. Perhaps a uh, a lunch and learn kind of thing where you invite current clients in to learn XYZ financial topic for the month. Or it could be a, uh, a fun event like a, going to a, a sports game or maybe attending a cooking class or some sort of client engagement piece. Or it could be, like I said, a webinar where once a month you get your clients together to talk something related to their interests like cooking or bike riding or how to use an iPhone, like all these little things that you could be doing. You just have to have some sort of event going on. The second ingredient that you'll need is uh, ideally it's a book, okay? Ideally you've got a book that you've either written or you've co-authored, but you want to have something as a leverage piece that builds your credibility and your brand. So the book is the most preferred, most common. It could just also be a, uh, an article maybe that you wrote for, you know, maybe you're, you're in a magazine or a, a, a database or something like that where you've written an article for, maybe you're on the news or some media station. So you want to have some piece of leverage, okay? And then the third ingredient here is some type of ambassador or referral club. So how you structure that, how you build it, that is entirely up to you. But you need to have some sort of club that you can label because you're going to refer to it at the end of the pivot. So again, those are the three ingredients. You need to have some type of event going for prospects and or clients. You need to have some form of built-in leverage that you can tangibly show and give away, such as a book or an article printout or something. And the third ingredient is uh, some sort of referral or ambassador club that's clearly labeled in your business. So as long as you have three of those ingredients, you can immediately start using this referrals pivot uh, as early as tomorrow. So to back up again, to re-explain the referrals pivot, it's a, it's a sales-based conversational concept that is meant to appeal to the four different types of personalities that your clients could have. 
Now, I'm basing the number four off of the DISC assessment, to be clear. So the D, I, S, and C. Um, perhaps if you have some other behavioral assessment, you can use that too. But I'm going to use four different types of personalities for this example. And this is how I've explained it to other advisors that I work with, and even those that I don't when I try to explain this to them, help them increase their referrals on a more predictable, systematic basis. So here's the pivots. The first pivot, this will appeal to your more direct individuals. This is very simply, you start with being direct and you ask for the referral. This is where most advisors, what they do and where they stop. Hey, John. Hey, Susie. Do you know anybody else in your circle, your friends or your family, who would be a great fit for the services we provide? Or, hey, John and Susie, does anyone come to mind when you think of individuals who could value from the services we provide? Whatever your language is, you're asking them directly, okay? You're going to want to start with that. A lot of advisors, they, uh, I hear that they either are a little hesitant or reserved to actually ask for referrals, but you got to do that. You got to start that way because you will likely have some clients, assuming you deliver the message right and ask it properly, you will have clients who will just give you names because you were bold enough to ask. But many times you will have clients who give you that all too common answer of, you know, no one's coming to mind right now. Let me think about it. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, you know, something like that, that wishy-washy kind of deal. That's incredibly common. And most people will do that because they don't like being put on the spot, nor do they want to be held liable, uh, like emotionally or personally in their friend group or family. If they refer someone to you and you do something that negatively impacts that individual or they have a bad experience because now it reflects on your client. So um, most people refrain from giving you a name right then and there. That's okay. This is where we pivot. Okay. So what I've coached with advisors that I work with and encourage them to do is to pivot out of that direct ask to then asking them who would ultimately be a good fit to attend your next event. So this is where you got to have that ingredient of some sort of live event. That could be, like I said, a dinner seminar, educational workshop, could be a webinar, it could be an engagement appreciation event, something like that. So that question to them would be something like, Hey, John. Hey, Susie. Do you know of anybody off the top of your head who would find tremendous value in attending our upcoming social security class? Or John and Susie, do you know anybody who would really enjoy getting to spend some time with us at the Detroit Tigers game next month? Stuff like that. Okay. You're pivoting into an event invitation. Now this is appealing to your clients who are not as direct but they love to have a good time. They want to invite people to enjoy things, but they don't want them to feel like they're being sold. This is where you can really, really value from this pivot. The third pivot you can make. Now, you might get some names there, but you'll also, more than likely, still be dealing with the wishy-washy, let me think about it, no one's quite coming to mind yet. Something along that. So here's the third pivot. Ask them if they would please, that's the language, would you please, will you please give, and this is where you'd have a book, will you please give a copy of my book to someone if they come to mind later down the road or a couple days from now, a week from now, etc. We'd love to be valued whomever we possibly can. Now, your language, again, you'll massage it. It's going to be your own language you'll ultimately use. But this is the credibility piece. This is where you try to build leverage uh, 
even though it's your client, you still want to continually build leverage so no one wedges their way in between there. But it's also an opportunity for your client to share something with a prospective client that basically puts you in a position where the client doesn't have to sell you your leverage, your credibility, your, uh, your book or your article. That's what builds the leverage and credibility and shows your expertise. So I encourage advisors to really have a book for, uh, this is one of the primary reasons why I think every advisor that has somewhat of an established client base should have a book. So, uh, in that book, by the way, you're going to want to sign it as well. It's not going to, you're not going to put someone's name like a to John or to Mary. You're not going to do that. Just sign it, you know, uh, however you would sign your name, maybe leave a little note. Or uh, if you've got uh, a company motto or a mantra, I would write that in there as well. Uh, just on the front cover, the back cover. But anyways, that's the third pivot. Ask them if they would please give whatever that XYZ value piece is, that leverage piece, if they would give an extra copy to someone if they come to mind later on. What most clients and most people will say to that is something along the lines of, yes, thank you. I will be sure to pass this along if someone comes to mind. Or yes, I'll share it with someone. Or yes, actually, I do know someone I could give this book to. May I mail it? You'll get more of those responses. Very, very few of your clients, unless you've been doing a, probably not the best job as being their advisor, will tell you they're not even interested in sharing your book or sharing your article or whatever. They're not going to do that. Now, here's the fourth pivot. You're going to do this in tandem with the third. You're going to thank them in advance for their willingness to sing your praises, to share your story, to to share your firm, your business, what you stand for within their own personal lives and their uh, their network. And again, you're going to preface this by thanking them on the third pivot uh, that when they think of somebody, you'll be very, very happy and excited to meet them as well. But the final, uh, the final piece of this fourth pivot here is the by the way at the very end. By the way, let them know that you've launched if it's brand new that you've launched, if it's already been around for a bit, remind them that you've launched or that you have an ambassadors or referrals or an appreciation club and remind them that the ticket into this club is just simply to make a referral. This could be, again, your, your definition of what a referral really would mean for the sake of the actual club itself. That's going to depend vastly upon uh, your, any sort of compliance that you might have oversight that's going to depend on state law. Like you, it's going to depend on some factors here, but ultimately we're digging into, uh, to get access to ABC, you need to do X, Y, Z, but we got to be careful how we word that in a, in an ethical, but also a legal manner. So those are the four pivots to put it all in one sentence here. One phrase, I should say, Hey, John and Susie, I'd like to ask you, what do you feel would be an amazing next step for us in this relationship? That's the, I mean, that's the prospecting piece of it, right? But when they become a client, we don't like to ask those deep questions. So here's how you do this. Or here's how I'd recommend you do this. Hey, John and Susie, it's been great meeting with you. Great chatting with you. Always love the opportunity. But hey, I want to ask you, who comes to mind if I were to ask who would be a good fit for our firm, the culture we've built, and who could value from some of our services? Okay, again, you're going to have your own language, but that's the phrase. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. 
let me think about it. No one comes to mind, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, totally fine. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I figured I would ask as we wrap up today. But hey, let me ask you this then instead. Who do you feel like would be a great person to invite to our upcoming social security workshop next week? Or perhaps somebody to invite to our upcoming client event that we have next month. Does anybody come to mind who would enjoy that or value from that? Again, if they say no, I'm not sure. I can't think of anybody right now. Um, I'll let you know though. Totally get it. Not a problem at all. Will you do me a favor though? When you do think of somebody or when, you know, anyone comes to mind, perhaps, will you please give them a copy of my book? I'm going to send you home with an extra copy. I would greatly appreciate it. And I, I hope that there's some value in there for them as well. Pause. This is the awkward pause piece. Your clients are going to say, sure, thank you, would love to, I will, etc. Love it. And thank you again, guys. If someone does come to mind, if they can value from this, or if you want to bring them to an event or introduce them to us, I want you to know how much we appreciate that. Uh, a referral is the greatest compliment we can receive. So just as an FYI for you, in case you forgot or in case you didn't hear about this yet, we've actually recently launched the ABC Club. It's pretty much reserved for the individuals who have referred other clients into our firm. We would love to have you a part of it. Let me know if you have any questions on what that club actually is. And then if you've got it, by the way, you would give them a piece of paper to break down like what it actually is, what it means, how it works, etc. But those, those are the four steps in the pivot. Okay. Those are the four steps in the pivot. You start with being direct. Then you pivot to asking who would be a good fit to attend an event then you maneuver and pivot again to when you think of somebody, will you give them an extra copy of my book or my article? And then you lean into the final pivot. Thank you again. As a, by the way, in case you hadn't heard or hadn't seen, we've got XYZ club. We'd love to have you be part of it. Here's what we're doing. Here's how it works. And from there guys, that process on a consistent basis should generate pretty predictable and systematic referrals for you. Uh, I've seen advisors start implementing this and in a matter of months, they've they've gained referrals from clients who had never referred individuals to them. One last big piece of advice, and I need like this needs to be stressed. It is so, so common that advisors do not think about this. So I'm gonna use an analogy to explain this. In most cases, unless you you're driving or you're purchasing a very specialty car or a, you know, like a Ferrari or a, a Lamborghini, like if you're if you're driving the Ford, you're driving the Chevy, right? In most cases, when you go to a car dealership to purchase a car, you interact with the salesman, the salesperson. How often do you refer another one of your family or friends to that same salesperson to purchase a car or to look for cars? The feedback I've gotten in my personal experience is very, very few times does that actually happen. We don't, I don't, I'll speak for myself. I don't ever think to myself, you know, that car salesman is so great. I should make sure to introduce one of my friends to them. It's just not something we, we do. So in many, many cases, not to compare advisors to car salesmen by any means, but that car salesman would love referrals. They would absolutely love to just build their business and, and build their client base and their, their sales off of referrals in a perfect world. Everyone wants that. But me as the consumer, I don't think that the car salesman really wants or needs my referrals. 
because I've got it in my head that people just walk on the car lots and they look to buy a car if they like it, or they go on the internet, find the car, then they go to seek out and test drive that specific vehicle. But the truth of the matter is those car salespeople, they want the referrals. They appreciate them just as much as any other profession does. And the truth of the matter is, if these car salespeople would just ask me, or they would even follow that same pivot criteria, they would probably get someone out of it at least one out of every two or three times. So how that relates to you as a financial advisor, you've probably got clients who would refer people to you. I, I would I would almost guarantee every single one of you listening has at least one client who would love to refer someone to you or who would be more than happy to or open to it, but they just don't know how. They don't know that you want referrals. They don't know what kind of clients you're actually looking for. That's the biggest hurdle that most advisors face in the very, very beginning. They don't even let their clients know they actually want referrals. They don't let them know that they're actively trying to grow their business based off their clientele already. And worst of all, in my opinion, they don't actually have a systematic framework or a recipe to tell clients or give to clients so that the clients know who would actually make a good client for the firm. Those right there, even before this entire referrals pivot, that right there is something you should have if you don't already. Make it known you you enjoy referrals consistently. Even as sim, uh, something as simple as just the email signature, P.S. We love referrals. If you have someone you'd love to introduce us to, please invite them to this upcoming event, hyperlink, whatever. But that right there can move mountains in your business. So anyways, guys, thank you for listening. That is the referrals pivot. Uh, again, follow us on all your social channels if you'd like some more content. We're posting every single day. Uh, follow uh, follow me on LinkedIn for some more in-depth articles and analysis as well as on medium.com. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Take care. We hope you enjoyed the Advisor Odyssey audio experience. Connect with us on your favorite social media platforms at Advisor Odyssey. You can find our full-length educational videos to watch on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out all our articles and publications on medium.com forward slash Advisor Odyssey. The Advisor Odyssey podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The contents and opinions shared, expressed, or otherwise alluded to on the Advisor Odyssey podcast and audio experience are solely ideas not to be depicted as tax, legal, or investment advice. Results from the use of these concepts may not be representative of the experience of all financial professionals and are no guarantee of future success. Your results may vary. The Advisor Odyssey and its affiliated members are not to be held liable or responsible for any lawful recourse or punishment invoked upon the individual or accompanying business partners or team members. Federal law, state law, and or insurance carrier requirements may prohibit or place limitations on any of the ideas and activities expressed. All advisors, planners, wholesalers, affiliated reps, and investment advisors should be aware of any limitations imposed by federal regulation, state regulation, insurance carriers, broker dealers, and registered investment advisors as applicable. Investment advisors are strongly encouraged to obtain pre-approval from the broker dealer, registered investment advisor, insurance company, or similar institution with which they may be affiliated.